1: anything it's time to give me a tasty candy bar give me a bag of or a bucket of candy fill your own bag at a barrel candy store and i'll take the wrapper i'll put it in recycling i'll eat it i'll have it then i'll have a tummy ache you give me a candy and then i'll eat it yeah. we've decided to kick things up a notch in the light-hearted department taking a break giving ourselves a bit of a reprieve from answering questions about how to deal with your racist family, your shitty best friend, your boyfriend who doesn't know how to do the dishes, me who doesn't know how to speak. We're going to talk about candy because um, one thing that's become clear in this coronavirus is where our cravings lie. And while we've all been taking in carbohydrates, different types of breads, ice creams, desserts. My heart still lies with candy. I love candy. I love some candy more than others. And I've allowed myself the indulgence of just picking up a bag of candy and eating it wherever and wherever. And I will say that I think the urges have ebbed when I know that I have a family size bag of all red and pink Starbursts. I tend to eat less of them. Or am I eating more? It just feels like less because I don't want them as much. We don't know. So we opened it up to you guys. Let's talk about candy because food is one of the rare frontiers where all opinions are valid, uh, but people still get very angry, but the stakes could not be lower when talking about junk food. So here we are. Oh, also Emily's here. Hi. She's under the desk.
2: Ask me if candy. Okay. Kit-Kat. So a lot of these are not necessarily- mm. Kit Kat. <laughs> Kit Kat. Please do that the whole episode. Uh, a lot of these are not necessarily questions, but just strong opinions. And we wanted to give you a forum and we will st- share what will we think best about your opinion.
1: A strong opinion that I can just throw myself against.
2: Kit Kat. Cameron F. says, all right, hear me out. Kit Kats should always be put in the fridge. I ve- vehemently? Vehemently? Vehemently argued for putting our Kit Kats in our fridges at work at the movie theater. Kit- Thank you. Because we we get a cold Kit Kat and have more time to eat it in the theater. But when you get a room temp Kit Kat, by the time you get to your seat and the trailers start, you already have chocolate all over your fingers and have no choice but to eat it quickly. Really? Are you storing it no, under your
1: left breast? this breath?
2: is a big size Kit Kat, not the individually packaged mini ones. Well, there's a problem. Look, cookies and crack zero agrees with me. You're doing the Lord's work, Cameron. Thank you. Because when I go to the movie theater, I want a chilled candy.
1: Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Here's, what, here's the thing. I don't know how fast you're running and where you're storing that candy bar. Is it between your thighs? That is like, ah, it's all melty. I can't handle this. The chocolate in Kit Kats I have found does seem to melt a lot quicker, but very few candy bars are you required to interact with the top coat of chocolate. Like a Snickers, you're eating it out of the wrapper. Uh. and Kit Kats, you have to break me off a piece of that. So you do have to actually engage with it. If you think about it, very few candy bars do you have to do that with, because most are bars. Kit Kat is made of several bars, so you do have to touch it. If you had to eat a Snickers that way, it would also get on your hands. It's chocolate. Mm-hmm. If it's cold, if it's too cold, you don't really taste the chocolate for the first couple of seconds because it's, it's too cold. So you're saying keep it cold so that it's not melted. And I'm saying it shouldn't matter. Just fucking eat it. You can keep some in the freezer, like a frozen score bar, Heath bar, Charleston chew. What? A Kit Kat just,
2: you always get that little, it's not like it's melting all over and you're like, what do I do? It's, it's a called torrent the of imprint,
1: chocolate. It's called the imprint layer and it's how our <laughs> government keeps tabs on who is eating what Kit Kat because your fingerprint, you eat your own fingerprint. Yes, yeah, so the if it's chilled. You eat your own minority report.
2: I like a chilled Kit Kat because the chocolate to me is not the flavor. I don't care about the flavor. I like the, the texture
1: of a Kit Kat. You like the crunch. And do yeah. you know why you like the crunch? Why? The reason human beings like crunch is because it emulates the crunching of bugs. And if something crunches, it means it's fresh. So what it's telling your reptilian ape brain is that what you're eating is fresh. That's mm. why we like crunchy things. It goes back thousands and thousands of years. We're only a couple thousand years old as a as a species. It says what you're eating is fresh something that's fresh crunches, vegetables that are fresh, crunch, uh-huh. bugs, crunch. We ate bugs. Animals never crunch. Barons crunch. But if you cook a bone, it's not fresh. It's a bendy barren. Now, I, I could nominate a cold Kit Kat. That's fine. Could be enjoyed either way. That's fine. You know what you don't ever see though? You go to a place like Sonic. They're like, we put anything in a fucking blender. We'll give you a candy bar. It's a whole candy bar. We put a whole Easter basket in the shake. Kit Kat is rarely an option. It's usually like Butterfinger, Oreo, sometimes Heath. You don't, don't see Kit Kat as much. I would love to. Oh, Kit Kat. And then in Japan, they have um, green tea Kit Kat. They have so many flavors, okay. a billion flavors. Yeah, it's, I eat it, but I'm like, does this make me fancier? Does this I make wa- me more continental?
2: <laughs> I watch a middle-aged British man on YouTube open and eat Kit Kat sometimes.
1: I don't care what you do to get off. <laughs> Like, I don't care. That's I, not appropriate for work.
2: I like that Mish Makaka replied to this and said, I thoroughly support your position and would add in the future in a post-COVID world, do we want to lick that chocolate off our fingers in a movie theater? I mean, we will, but it, the trauma will be horrendous.
1: I'm not going to be blowing up birthday cake candles anymore. That's for sure. Oh, You know what? You should be licking your fingers because you should be washing your hands mm. and sanitizing them between opening that door touching that extra large popcorn and the butter pump, which won't be a thing. Uh-huh. What a shitty new world that only our kids will enjoy because it'll be normal to them. And I'll be like, remember going places? Remember having a jump.
2: Remember rubbing things with your hands?
1: Stop talking about the old I'm man. Not- Stop talking about that weird porn you watch. <laughs> Kick it.
2: Kick it. On.Brittany <laughs> On. says, white chocolate is bullshit. <gasps> Fake chocolate. And then people agree, except someone says super sugar bug
1: says, oh, super sugar bug. (laughs) Unless
2: it is in booze form, Godiva liqueur (laughs) white chocolate in your coffee on Christmas mornings.
1: (laughs) Oh, someone has some family counseling to go to. Um, I'm not a big alcohol chocolate dessert person. I think that's a great way to lose a foot and have a hangover. Um, White chocolate is not chocolate, but it's still delicious. Like, have you ever had a cookies and cream Hershey bar? game changer. Mm-hmm. It's outstanding. In the fridge. Yeah. So who cares if it's chocolate or not chocolate? Fine. White candy substance is taste out. You don't like chocolate though. I don't hate it. I just don't prefer it over something sweet mm. uh, and, and sugary, but the white chocolate is a decadent treat. It's its own thing. Like ganache. Mm. It's its own thing. It's not, I mean, it's chocolate, but it's not, it's, it's ganache.
2: You can only have a little bit of a white chocolate. As a kid, I could eat a whole cookies and cream. And I feel like I got one like a few years ago. And after two bites, I was like,
1: oh no. What was, yeah, white chocolate is like your really rich aunt, aunt that comes to town once a year. And she's such a snob, but you're like, oh, I'm secretly dying as a gay man to like be you, Karen Walker. But (laughs) yeah, I don't know people that like check super hard for white chocolate. Who is that there? That's got to be a Reddit thread. What Am I white chocolate? Just people that, I don't know.
2: I'm sure people love to fight about things.
1: It is a dessert heavy thing. It, it strikes me as a very adult dessert. Like it's in a martini glass, drizzled Godiva chocolate filled with Jameson or something. Right. Jim Beam soaked strawberries, everyone vomiting, <laughs> driving their cars into walls.
2: If we if I can't go home for Christmas, maybe I'll
1: just drink some good liqueur white chocolate by myself. They sent us a, a British candy bar called like White Lion or something like that. Oh yeah. And that was a white chocolate bar. And mm. you eat it. You know what are great? Uh well, that's not white chocolate. i say yogurt-covered raisins. <laughs> but that's the same thing. I have a theory that the yogurt and yogurt covered raisins is actually white chocolate. Taste out and white chocolate covered dried fruit is taste out. So mm. that should answer all of your Answers. I hope you guys are just glued to your <laughs> listening devices.
2: This is the episode where I feel like people will be listening and be the most mad that they are not being heard. Like they're just in their cars, like, no, that's the best kind of chocolate. White
1: chocolate and f- chocolate and fruit. Like it's a certain kind of person. I happen to love orange chocolate, like mm. orange milk chocolate. I love it, but I don't really want fruit. In any other chocolate do you how do you feel about a chocolate covered strawberry great they are excellent it turns mm. out i take it back i love chocolate and fruit <laughs> chocolate and cranberry you're like okay like brookside makes blueberry mm. chocolate blueberries and chocolate cranberries i think and those are you can trick yourself into thinking you're eating something healthy because it's dark chocolate and antioxidants yeah it's really bad for you though yeah. everything's bad for you it is everything short of running five miles and drinking broccoli is bad for you mm. even running is bad for you it
2: is, it's bad for your knees.
1: Yeah, the phone you're listening on which you're listening to this podcast is bad for you. Yeah. Chase a rune.
2: <laughs> you wanna say Kit Kat? Kit Kat. Kit Kat Mini. <laughs> uh, you know what? A mini you can unwrap and just bite into. You don't have like to break it apart. Size? Yeah.
1: Who's the sociopath unwrapping the teeny tiny toddler can and you're holding it by its base? There you go. Oh, you mean, oh, because there's two? No,
2: you can, in a mini, you can just, you just unwrap and bite like a Snickers.
1: Maybe one of the greatest jingles of all time goes to Kit Kat. It's really good. Break me off a piece of that. Don't
2: touch me. And you think in a food, like, I don't want you to break me off a piece of a food. Like that on itself is not an appealing slogan, but the song's so good. I'm like, yeah, I do want to break off a
1: piece. Well, what's unholy is if you open the whole thing and just take a bite out of all across. That's like if someone eats the middle out of a banana. Uh Like, what are you doing? The idea is much like with king size or shareable size, we all know you're not sharing it. No. Nobody's sharing their Kit Kat, but they want you to no. buy it under the pretense of like, yeah, I'm going to share this. And then you eat the whole thing. You're like, whoopsie daisy. Yeah, That's the marketing behind a lot of things. Like, oh, double the fun. You're like, yeah, double the fun for me. <laughs> double fun for me. Family size, my own family. I live alone. Yeah. More for me. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already Stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all of that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time, no additional charge, and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H E L P.com slash Eliza. I'm busy. so I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious.
2: Jason Rooney, 5432. Does anyone really like oh, black licorice? I, the, oh, yes. I mean I would rather eat kale than digest that bitter tasting imposter candy. Oh Some God. people came to the black licorice's support. Brit Honey, Jules Nangle, Super Sugar Bug, Noreen MCSTU all were like, I do.
1: It's oh, me. What a battle. Look, Jason Moraz, whatever. <laughs> 5432, not giving us the satisfaction of a one and a blast off. Not only. You know, I know that we're in very sensitive times now and you don't want to insult a black person or a person of color. You are attacking the entire Nordic people because Swedes in particular love black licorice. Norwegians love black licorice. Mm -hmm. They love a really salty black Mm -hmm. licorice, salmiak licorice, uh, and I remember when we did on the Eliza Schlesinger sketch show, we did a whole sketch, which nobody cared about but me, in Norwegian. And one of the lines I said, like, did you take my black licorice? Du spass la min, which is, la min is my licorice in Norwegian. <sighs> These people, Scandinavian people, love salty. And when I tell you salty, it is something that our American taste buds cannot handle. It is like biting into Satan's toenail. So <laughs> it is horrific and I think it has to do with their culture and something with like loving the pain or maybe because it's so cold there. I don't know why, you know, you don't know why certain, like we love our milk chocolate and the UK thinks that we have garbage chocolate. You just grow up eating these things. They love it. Um, I can't get on board with that because that is like a death sentence in and of itself. But you give me good and plenty. You give me Panda, natural black licorice, in. Not an Annie's fan, Anna's fan, but I love black licorice. I will eat a box of Good and Plenty in one sitting. Is that what you've been eating lately? Munching on it, chop chop chop. It feels like you're eating little pills. Taster, love it, love it. And uh, it's not a young person thing. It's not. A, I had an older parent growing up. My mom's had me when she was like in her 30s, and she was born in 1949. So I was going to bring this up, but she's the reason I like bit of honey and Good and Plenty and like a score bar. Like they're kind of like candy from another generation that she yeah. would eat love my aunt loves good and plenty i think i just like it because they like it but people like it but the scandinavian black licorice you're on your own there Uh swedes nords uh what's the other one Finnish. i don't know i don't think they're they ate that anyway so the swedish you're on your own
2: have you had a um a fresh charleston chew
1: yeah what's your point
2: I didn't know that they I had only ever had them in like Halloween candy. I was like, these are gross. Oh. And I bought one because they were on sale at like Kmart. And I was like, oh my God, oh, Kmart. this is a couple of years ago. There's one near me. I used to meet people there when I was selling DVDs. I would
1: meet them in the Kmart parking lot. That's that's a show. <laughs> I got what you need. You want blue crush, extended cut, <laughs> DVD.
2: Yeah. So I would fake do fake signature.
1: Fake signature. There
2: is a copy of Gladiator no, 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 no. that has a fake signature. Okay. And I thought it was real. And I was like, what a gem I have found in the used $3. Been at this Amoeba. Oh my gosh. And I text a friend. I'm like, I know you love Gladiator. I have something for so, you. It's, this is not your podcast. It was not signed. Of course not. And also who cares?
1: Fake. Okay. But that was a great movie. That was a game changer movie. Uh, Charleston Chew. Yes. I grew up eating them as well. That's another old person candy. Great. Vanilla. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like a vanilla taffy. Yeah. Freezing a Charleston Chew is a game changer. Buy the Charles and Chew. It's about like, it's like a foot long. Uh-huh. Freeze it. Then you smack it on the counter and it breaks into pieces. And that's how you eat it. I don't want to fight my candy. No, you're just hitting it once and you win. There's chocolate Charles and Chew and strawberry Charles and Chew. Not my thing. Vanilla Charleston Chew. Fun size, I think tastes a little different. There's like a coating they put on the chocolate. You can kind of taste it. And it comes in box form, which are teeny mini Charles and Chews that look like caterpillars. Uh-huh. And uh, that's great too. You can freeze those too. I and then the you box. don't have to smash it because they're already tiny. I feel like I might have gotten the box.
2: Yeah, it's very different. The Halloween candy one is like, you see that and you're like, oh, is this going to be bad? It doesn't have any flavor.
1: No, they're great. I love it. I love, as I said, I love vanilla taffy. No. You? No. no. Go ahead. Say kick it. You say kick it. Kick it.
2: Newfoundland American candy is full of fake flavors See, and colors. There it is. Every time I get some U.S. candy, I get super excited because I forget, but then I get so disappointed wow. because it tastes like monkey feces. No one asked
1: you to try monkey feces in the first place
2: for a comparison, you weirdo. Other people agree, although someone says uh, Hannah Lynn
1: ninety seven says chocolate from Belgium or Germany is superior to all else. Okay, look, oh hey, easy Germans. That's how you got in trouble in the first place. Superiority complex, my foot. Mm. Yeah. Watch it. Look, I'm not going to die on this hill. I'm not, it is a thing. European slash UK chocolate versus American Mm -hmm. chocolate. Ours is more, is milkier. It's definitely got more sugar. Mm -hmm. And you guys have different textures. It's one of those, it's like Nike versus Adidas. Like you're never going to have an answer. I understand why you love yours more. Mm -hmm. They think ours is like eating garbage. Most of our food is filled with uh, GMOs and sugar and cornstarch, a lot of corn. But we could talk about that because I got a list here. You love your flakes, your arrows, your Yorkies, your curly whirlies. It's all just British chocolate, Cadbury chocolate, whatever. And then you put a lot of crispies in it, wafers, things like that. They're just really into their chocolate. We have more variety here in the States. If you want something sweet and sugary and sour in the UK, you're kind of SOL. They have stuff, but it's not the same. Uh. As I experienced when I was in Montreal, which is pretty European. <laughs> And on set for candy, they just had these like little things that look like um, obelisks, like a little circle with a stick. And it's like gummy, but that was it. Oh. Yeah. I forgot what they're called.
2: American versus European candy. It's like getting a chicken tender versus getting a McNugget. Sometimes you want a McNugget. They're a different species. Yeah, it's not a It's It's not not. the same thing. I don't ever want a McNugget. Oh, fresh McNugget. Oh, it's not even... It's
1: like gray and like curly right. inside. Right, so it's not
2: the same as a chicken tender. It's a different thing. And sometimes that's American candy has its place, like the McNugget. And some palates, such as
1: mine, yeah. Sometimes you are want accustomed. an authentic street taco, and sometimes you want Taco Bell. Yes, two different things. Exactly. Not even the same meat. <clears throat> so I'm not going to fight you on that. Um, but they do have an obsession with their like crisp, which is like a chocolate. Like chocolate candy bars, it's much, it's much bigger of a deal over there and it's much more tied to your youth. Whereas here, very few people like eat a whole Hershey bar. It's kind of weird.
2: Well, and here oh, you, you know can get a lot of those candies. Specialty
1: um, shops and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, uh, this shop at Burbank is closing down, Rocket Fizz. Where am I going to get my arrows really? and my, yeah, and my cookie dough soda. Uh,
1: uh, hey. Uh, Rocket Fizz is one of, it's like a nostalgic candy store and they have candy from all over the world, but for all different generations and they mm-hmm. have barrel candy. I almost went to one the other day. Um, there is a candy bar. Uh, it was going to be my top of the cup, but I'll just say it. Cadbury has a line of candies called Dairy Milk, a chocolate. So it's like milk chocolate, I guess. And the it's really creamy, excellent chocolate. And they have a bar. I've only seen it in the UK and in Australia, which makes sense. And it's Cadbury Dairy Milk Marvelous Creations. And it's got little jellies in it. And kind of like Pop Rocks, you wouldn't think it would be good, but it is outstanding. And the cover of our episode is me uh, leaving Sydney. And I saw them at the, whatever, the newsstand on the way to the gate. And I bought like 20 of them. And
2: yeah, I was suspicious. Full retail. You gave me one out of the goodness of your heart, one of your foreign candies. And I was like, I don't know about this. Put it in the fridge. I bought them just in time too because so then I got good. quarantined. And I chubbed up. left? Mm-hmm. Do you have any left for your quarantine? Or are you done? No, I'm over. I'm over feeling
1: pleasure. <laughs> Taste our times. Okay. But don't come swinging at us, all right? We know that your chocolate's your thing and that's fine. Yeah. And we should agree, not even to disagree, agree to be like, okay, whatever. It's different. It's a different thing. It's a different upbringing.
2: <laughs> and that's that. Just give up. When Skittles replaced lime with green apple, it was an ultimate betrayal. When the long lost lime bags came out a few years ago, I bought enough that I just ate the last bag at Christmas. Lime Skittles are my soulmate. Are Can you I a
1: Skittles? You, I love Skittles. I thought it was lime this whole time. As you said that, I was like, oh, it just tastes green to me. Mm. And I and I bet you side by side, you couldn't tell the difference. There. And by the way, Skittles, fun fact- are all the same inside. It's just the candy on the outside. So the majority of what you're eating is just a sugary thing. It's not a flavor. Skittles aren't sour. There are sour Skittles, which are very sour. When I was a kid, my friend Aaron and I, uh, my best friend, we would, um, every Friday night, because you're in elementary school, right? You're in the fifth grade. It's not like you're going out. We would go, I had like $5 allowance and she and I would go to Kroger, or Alberson's, and we would, or Skaggs Alpha Beta, if you're from Texas. And we would buy, this is at the time that Skittles was coming out with like their purple bags and their, they had a tropical bag, like there are different flavors of Skittle. We would buy them. This might have been middle school, now that I think about it. I don't know. I don't know when, when Aaron went to a different school. Anyways, and we buy them and we put them all out because there's so many different colors and we would sort them out and play with them. So that's cool. And we go roll the and watch TGIF. Oh, for the days. And uh, yeah, big, big Skittles fan. Bought a bag recently. Huge into Skittles. Classic red, always gets the job done. I don't like Skittles. Could do without orange Skittles though. I don't like any of them. Beelzebub bits. Why don't you like Skittles?
2: I'm just not a fan. I used to- Taste the rainbow. I would trade, me and my sister would trade Halloween candy and I would make her bad trades. I would take advantage and I'd give her all the candy I hate it, and I'd take the good candy. Yeah. It was rude. Kit Kat. Becca, I have to point out real quick. This got more comments than maybe any of our question asking posts. People are
1: looking for anything, they, not socially charged. They're like, "Great!" Yeah, you guys
2: had a lot to say. So, Becca H ninety six, hi Liza, Emily, and the adorable Tianfu. I have a very strong opinion on fake grape flavored candy, lollipops, Ooh. Jolly Ranchers, etc. Personally, I love anything made with grapes, including grapes themselves. However, I would like to know why on earth grape-flavored candy tastes like the color purple, which just so happens to be similar to drinking dirty puddle water. Since I actually like the color purple, I'm disappointed every time. It's disgusting and as though whoever made the formula for the artificial grape flavor has never tasted a grape in their life. It's false advertising. I can go on
1: and on about this. I'll cut it short. It's actually not true. Uh, (laughs) There is a Japanese grape that actually tastes like the fake grape flavor that we base candy off of. And I think that's where the original flavor came from. Yeah, I have to look that up. Smokey Husky one time tried a Kyoho grape. It's a Japanese grape varietal. And when he tried it, he said, oh, that's what our grape flavor tastes like. Like it's based off that grape. Anyway, it's a very American thing to be like, it's a color that you eat. Like this tastes like red. I'm sure that there's a scientist. (sighs) I've been trying to catch my breath because so I went downstairs to look something up. You
2: ran I was to ask. So hard. To
1: it's three levels.
2: I know, no, I know. I know.
1: Um, I'm sure there's a scientist that can tell you what red tastes like. And I'm sure it's like hibiscus, a certain type of beetle husk mm-hmm. and strawberry dollops. So we all know as Americans, like what orange tastes like. I think fake grape, I'm not a grape person. I think it's gross. Never going to have grape soda but like on occasion, like a grape taffy is okay. Like there's certain fake grape things. I would never eat a grape airhead, but I would eat a cherry airhead. Like there's some Mm. fake grape or fake cherry that you're like, I can get on board. What
2: about a, uh, how do you feel about a can of grape or orange Fanta at -mm. the pool? It's gotta be orange Fanta.
1: Mm, yeah. A crisp orange Fanta slice, orange soda in a small doses yeah. taste though. I, Fanta's oh, delicious.
2: Only ever had it when I was at the like community pool. So I have such like summery memories. I couldn't just drink a Fanta like in my home on my couch. That's not right.
1: No, it's a summer fun thing. We all remember the sexy girls like, want to Fanta? I'm in a tiny dress of Fanta. When we went to Israel, they had Fanta because it's like an international brand, mm-hmm. but it was written in Hebrew but the Hebrew letters in the font that they used, it looked like it said A-B-J-I-C-A. Like the Hebrew letters looked like it formed. And so we called it Abjika the whole summer. That was brilliant. Um, pineapple soda, not going to drink that. Other countries I might drink it, but I don't want like a Fanta pineapple. Did you ever go to the, the World of Coke in Atlanta? No, Emily, most people outside of your state, your home state don't, don't go, go to that. People,
2: I mean, it's like a tourist thing and World they have- so you go through there and it's basically one big advertisement. they like, only here's two how it Coke. was founded. There's no. American
1: Coke and there's Mexican Coke. No. And that's
2: it. Then you get to the end and there's a free tasting station and you can drink as much as you want. And they come out of different spouts from all the countries. Right into your mouth? All the flavor you're not supposed to. You're right, supposed to put a cup. Right into my vagina? And I don't know what they're going to do now.
1: Yeah. But th-
2: from all over, there's like ginger and watermelon and grape and can I lemon. They,
1: first of all, you know what? I'm going to make that my top of the cob. I just drank a bunch of plain, I think. <laughs> okay. I've got my top of the cob. Okay. Um, yeah. A, a Coca-Cola. I'm not going to say my top of the cob. Okay. Noah has one like Christmas day every year. And he's like, it's amazing. Because like the greatest marketing campaign of all was putting a Coca-Cola in Santa's hand. And then you're like, oh my God, Coca-Cola is a, a Christmas drink. Mm-hmm. Think about it. You don't know why you think that otherwise. I love good marketing. Um, Vanilla Coke is a thing of the devil. It's disgusting. One time I got really drunk off vanilla vodka and vanilla Coke, and I think that's why. Coke is great. They came out this last Christmas with cinnamon Coke, and nobody knew but me, and I bought a tiny six-pack. It was like drinking a candle. It was horrible, and I really wanted to like it.
2: Yeah, no, I can't. They now have a bunch that are like diet, vanilla, orange. No, no, no. I do a plain or I do a vanilla.
1: Were you the kid, and I know the answer, uh, at the movies, member or at 7-Eleven, you could make your own, you put all the sodas in one? I never was until Last Coke. week.
2: <laughs> Coke introduced those freestyle machines when I was in yes. college. Okay. Uh, horrible idea at first because the freestyle machine would replace like four or five spigots and the freestyle machine just has one spigot so the line would be super long. Mm. But where you could get anything, um, I will mix a vanilla Coke and a root beer. That's different. Just because I can, but I, do, I don't want, I'm not going to mix in the fruits. I can't, like when I went to the world of Coke, I tried Coke and I tried like their root beer. I didn't drink
1: Watermelon what was their root Was it IBC? Who no,
2: owns? no. They had just like kind of
1: like a sarsaparilla type like oh, thing tasty. from another country. We all know Barks is the best. Yeah. Tasto and it's got bite. And, other, and that's the other thing is Barks probably was a mistake. They were like, you know what? It's a, it's a little painful to drink. Okay, that's our thing. Yeah. Because every other one is creamy and I'm not yeah. into that. You could mix Dr. Pepper and Coke, which means you could mix uh, Mr. Pib and a Pepsi. Mm -hmm. Like you could do a cola and whatever Dr. Pepper, Mr. Pibb is and a root beer. All those three brown ones go in the same family. Mm -hmm. When you start introducing Slice or Sprite into Mm -hmm. it, it's just, okay, you're high or you're a chubby fifth grader. (laughs) that's it.
2: (laughs) I love all the knockoff Dr. Peppers that are like, Luke, the physician. And you're like, what? Like there are just so many, there are so many bargain brand Dr. Peppers that are like... Hospital doc. And you're like, what? Hospital like, doc. Who wants
1: that? Stupid. Mm, medicine. Uh, Dr. Pepper's Tasto And I only saw one person do this growing up in Texas. Warm <laughs> Dr. Pepper with lemon in it. Like put it in the microwave. Mm. But I cannot vouch for that.
2: You know what people do in Georgia is they take a Coke. If you're at a baseball game, you, you get a bottle of Coke, you open it, and you put peanuts, peanuts in, in it. there. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if that's a Georgia-specific thing, but we'll I do know south. what that comes from. It comes from- It was something like not being able to hold both of your snacks with both hands. So you Mm. just put the peanuts in um, to just have a free hand. I think it's like a worker thing. It also, Mm. like a Permanti Brothers in Pittsburgh, they put their thing is that they put these fries on their hamburgers and it's not a style thing. It was because they had to eat their lunches. The iron workers had to eat their lunches so fast. So necessity is the mother of invention and tasty things.
2: I don't do it because I want my Coke to be refreshing and not
1: chunky, but it could be chunky and refreshing, like peanut butter. On a hot day <laughs> in your shoe. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like, mm, French. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. synthetic pesticides formaldehyde i bet you didn't know that was in your sheets and their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to california king And Bowl & Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Go to bowlandbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
2: It. Hey, Mrs. Marlin, Butterfingers. Oh. They changed their recipe a year or two ago. I was never a chocolate fan Ooh. and loved the peanut butter and little chocolate flavor. Since they changed it, chocolate flavor is so much stronger than it used to be. And the whole experience is
1: fucked, super upsetting. Uh, we should, I don't read these questions ahead of time because I believe I work best spontaneously. I think so. I could have purchased a Butterfinger because I I'm not a peanut butter chocolate fan, but I do love a Butterfinger- I also love a I also love a Reese's Pieces. I also love a Kit Kat.
2: I didn't mm. think about it. A Butterfinger was a go-to candy for me. And I feel like the last four or five, I was like, is this stale? But maybe it just was a new recipe.
1: That's a true, yeah, that's interesting. Maybe it is. I don't know why they changed. And that must be a contract that they have with Big Wheat or Big Chem, I don't know. Uh-huh. Speaking of, and I had actually written this down as something to bring up. When Butterfinger BBs came out, we were all like, oh, cool. Bite-sized Butterfinger BBs, not the same. No. Did not taste the same and awful. However, what I did find satisfying were the teeny tiny Butterfingers you can get in the box at the movie theater, mm-hmm. which is just their way of charging you for less candy and bigger packaging. Mm-hmm. Butterfinger is one that you do have to hold by the wrapper and you'd always get sort of wet at the end when you couldn't like get to the rest of it because you did not want to touch it. Yeah, Butterfinger taste, that is a satisfying carrot-like chocolate. It looks ca- like it's so bright orange. I'm sorry, it's p- peanut butter. This is like, why are we agreeing that peanut butter is bright orange?
2: It's very flaky.
1: Butterfinger. You know, when they're pitching it, they're like, all right, stick with it. The name is Butterfinger. It's like a whole finger's worth <laughs> of a weird peanut butter. You know, we're not going to say peanut because I bet there's no peanuts in it. I no. bet there's no peanuts in a Butterfinger because they even say crispity, crunchity, oh, peanut buttery, Butterfinger. Buttery. Buttery. When people do E, it means that it doesn't actually have to have, like, oh, it's grapey. That's not right. great.
2: Uh, if something is chocolate flavored.
1: Yeah, I bet you like chocolatey. It's like, well, that means we don't have to use it. Like when you buy like shampoo and stuff and it's like makes hair feel and look fuller, but doesn't say makes your hair fuller. Mm -hmm. Makes skin feel softer and lines appear smoother. Look at the word because they never say actually reduces your lines. Mm. So I'm just saying, pay attention to copy.
2: I mean, the ingredients are- Corn syrup, sugar, peanuts, vegetable oil, peanut flour, okay. non-fat milk. What about so peanut flour?
1: Yeah, Crispity, crunchy, peanut buttery. Because it's peanut buttery because it's deduced from the idea of peanut butter. But you're not. It's not like you're eating a Justin's peanut butter cup.
2: If you ate right, if you ate one with your eyes closed, you would be like, "Aha!" Be peanut like butter,
1: corn syrupy.
2: Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This person, uh, underscore LAC underscore 518 says, the ranking of the best form of Reese's, I stand by the pumpkin being number one. Also, gummy bears are best when frozen. Okay, so Reese's.
1: No, that's a great way to rip out your feelings. We got
2: cups. We got nutrageous. We got the bar that has the wafer. We got pumpkins. We got Christmas trees. Okay, we got minis. You have
1: to file pumpkins, Christmas trees, and anything Easter under the same category because okay. you know it's the same thing. As a Jew, I'm very rarely given any sort of Easter candy. <laughs> so I abstain from voting in this one. Okay. It's the same. Nothing is superior to a Reese's cup. A cold Reese's peanut butter cup.
2: Fair, um, fair. I do love on occasion the Nutrageous. I love on Ugh. occasion the the fast bar that's like wafers with peanut butter. Very good. That I don't know. There's a new big cup that I haven't had and a big cup that has Reese's pieces in the big cup. I haven't had either of those. It's a hat on a hat.
1: Uh, Reese's- uh, Reese's pieces are tasty. Reese's mini cups, the ones that are wrapped in the gold foil. Mm-hmm. Those are superior. That's something that actually maintains its flavor regardless of the size. Mm-hmm. Like that formula they use for that salty peanut butter. Mm-hmm. But I equate it really with Halloween. Like you get two in a little, ew, I'm drooling. You're
2: you just so excited. In an orange,
1: <laughs> It's a classic, and you know what movie made it famous? Reese's Pieces. E. T.
2: Yeah. Well, because Eminem said they couldn't use them, and Eminem's was kicking themselves because it, it it like that more than most marketing pushed Reese's Pieces. Like people bought it because of that.
1: People bought it, and then years later, Eminem came out with peanut butter M Ms, which are excellent. They're really good. They are very satisfying to eat. Uh,
2: What about, how do you feel about the different M&M's flavor? Because you know, there used to be a crispy that was incredible. They took it off the market for years, reintroduced it. It's not the same.
1: Okay. Here's what I can, I'm not a big M&M eater, Mm. but I bet you I can name all of them right now. Like I mean, off the top of my head.
2: Not all the, there are brand new ones. But I know, let's but go I, with the I feel clap. I can. You think? Okay. I
1: feel I can because I pay attention to new candy developments. It's like a very, very low key interest of mine. Um, there are times where I'll say to no, I need to go to the store. I just need to get a piece of candy. And I don't know what I'll come home with. Mm-hmm. Last time I went, I was like, I'm going to get some Sour Patch Kids. I came home with a bag of Starburst and like a thing of good and plenty. Mm-hmm. And a thing of black panda licorice. So I never know what I'm going to come home with.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's
1: tough. Okay. You got your original. You've got your peanut M&M's. Mm-hmm. You've got your peanut butter M&M's. Mm-hmm. You've got your almond M&M's, not to be confused with an almond Snickers, which is a superior candy bar to a regular Snickers not to be outdone by, I was gonna say Snickers Midnight, but it's a Milky Way Midnight. Never mind. jar.
2: Have you got a Snickers peanut butter?
1: No, I, I, that's not something I would want. So then you have coffee M&M's. Mm-hmm. Coffee all- nut coffee nut which is weird but coffees are beans but sometimes people say nuts like chock full of nuts now this is all the top of my head um there's coffee ones there's the crispy ones that come in the blue wrapper
2: well so crispy used to be in the blue wrapper okay then they went away now now hazelnut or something is in the blue wrapper and crispy is back in
1: some other wrapper oh hazelnut i was unaware isn't there a caramel one too
2: yeah, there, I feel like there was, I'm not seeing it
1: on this Can't list. Like they, oh yeah, there is. There's There's a pretzel M&M as well. Mm-hmm. Am I missing one?
2: Well, there's one that I just bought the other day that I haven't tried yet. Cause I saw it at the stand when I was checking out and was like, Ooh, a uh, fudge brownie.
1: Yes. And they're in order. purple. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't mm-hmm. bring myself to do it. Cause I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, this site claims there are 54 flavors. They're not all in circulation right now. Like one is Crispy S'mores M&Ms. Where are those? I would buy so many of those. I've That's never seen that. That's not going to be good.
1: However, I will tell you this. Russell Stover, mm-hmm. shout out to the mixed box where you could, if someone ever gave your own mix box or Russell Stover? You could put your finger in each little chocolate and decide what flavor it was. You have to eat the whole thing. If your own box, get your own box. Russell Stover is like such a vibe from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, They make a s'mores little candy Uh bite, I guess. It's like a little packet. It's Uh a couple inches long and it's graham cracker with marshmallow and chocolate. And you'd think it wouldn't be good because what makes a s'more so good is the hot marshmallow, but it's actually very good. It's very good. If you can find a Hallmark card store and go to the checkout where they have candy, there should be a Russell Stover s'mores bar.
2: Or if you go to Rocket Fizz before it closes, you know, you, I, I love a s'mores flavor. You bought me a s'mores maker. I did Uh, on Amazon. I did. You can put in your microwave phenomenal. Is
1: it? Yeah. I'm so glad. And I remember you also went to, it's in like a s'mores store in Burbank, which is definitely not in business anymore. I'm sure
2: it's not in business. They opened up like within the last year and I'm sure it's closed. They they were like an artisan marshmallow company that decided to open a store where the problem is they give you too many options. They're like, you get two toppings, you get any type of cook you get any type of marshmallow and I was like I've ruined myself I made a
1: bad choice I messed myself (laughs) also that's like anytime you go to like a restaurant they're like you pick your base you pick your sauce you pick your tongue you're like I don't want to mess it up and have to pay for it yes so So just give me the combinations I
2: learned my lesson I went back because when we voted for something
1: midterms Probably. We vote twice a year. Okay.
2: And I wore my I voted sticker and got a free s'mores. I think we vote less than twice a year.
1: You got a free s'mores. Okay. Uh And
2: I made the right choices. By the way, uh, some blood places now are, blood donation places are giving you things in exchange for your blood, like a $5 dollars in and out gift card. I don't need that. No, but good to know. I'll give it to someone. So we, we did not officially rank them, but I think we would agree that if you see a table of every Reese's product on the earth and
1: they're like, what do you want? You're going to grab a regular Reese's. I would grab a Reese's mini cup wrapped in the gold, which is a regular mm-hmm. Reese's. Okay. Because, yeah, two Reese's cups is maybe too much. Anything else derivative of that, I don't know. I'd probably go for the mini one and I eat like six of them.
2: <laughs> Some Lunchables come with one Reese's so cup. That's sad. That's, <laughs> That's such that a sentence. dieters.
1: It's not really ham, but here's your mini- Date, here's your slice of heaven for the day. I love a Lunchable. You're almost 30, I think. So that's awful. God, I want to kick you under the desk.
2: (laughs) I posted a picture of Bagel Bites yesterday and somebody commented like, I can almost hear Eliza
1: screaming. (laughs) I was, I looked at it and I was like, you know what, leave her alone. It's off, she's (laughs) at her home. Leave her alone. Shia, tomorrow. You have access to great food and I always (laughs) offer you food. And you're like, no, I'll just lick this dust pan. In the corner <laughs> of a co-op, <laughs> Chaya Tamara says chocolate is superior to
2: all other forms of candy. Discuss. You would argue. I'm not, not. doing that. I'm not doing that. You don't get to come in and just drop <laughs> a
1: bomb like that and be like, "Peace out, bitches." No, I, it's a subjective <laughs> thing. Okay. Like, oh, I'm the I'm the best comic out there. Probably. Did,
2: <laughs> Did you get crap as a kid? Because I feel like when I was a kid, I had a friend who didn't like chocolate, and everyone's like, "Oh
1: my." God, you don't like chocolate? Uh, Michelle, my best friend, doesn't like cheese and it really bothers people. Um, I don't <laughs> think I really people. realized that I preferred one of the, uh, I never verbalized it until recently. I don't hate chocolate. I just never want like a chocolate cake. Mm. It's gotta be. Claire. I just, whatever. And nobody cares. It means more cake for them. <laughs> what do you care what happens to my soul huh. after I die?
2: Underscore, underscore, salsa, underscore, underscore. This is not a person. Salsa why do people like sour candy? It just fucks your mouth with its pain salt and people love it. What's up with that? Hashtag defund sour candy.
1: Okay, that's very aggressive of you. Um, so malic acid is the stuff that makes it kind of sour. I mean, there's other citric acid and things like that. Uh, when I was on um, Good Mythical Morning, they had me eat a bunch of different malic acid, things mm-hmm. with malic acid on you. try tried to keep a straight face. Oh, was very funny. It will strip off the enamel of your teeth if you eat too much of it. I don't go for super sour. Like I like a hint of sour. Like I don't like a warhead. I don't like pain, but Mm. I love Sour Patch Kids because they're not really sour. However, without that dusting of malic acid, you may as well eat a gummy bear. Sour gummy bears, distant, distant third to Sour Patch Kids. So third that there is no second. Sour worms. So I don't like um, something that's going to hurt.
2: What about the straw? Those sour straws are so good. They're like thin and they're...
1: Covered in sugar. Drink a soda with it. Taster. The problem is that if you can't do a Slurpee because then the, the candy gets too cold. Anyway, those are tasty. I would eat a sour straw or a Sour Belt in place of a Sour Patch Kid, but Sour Patch Kid was always is always the go-to. Accessible. Um, and they got to be fresh, which if you're a longtime fan of the show, you know there is a difference. People will give me Sour Patch Kids all the time and Sour Patch Kids, and I've lobbied them, to put a little plastic window on the front of their bag so you can, and of course, they want you to buy it anyway. Mm-hmm. There's fresh and there's not fresh. The difference is a fresh Sour Patch Kid looks like it was just dusted with sugar. So it's a color and then it's got a white dusting. And when it's not fresh, the candy you see absorbs the malic acid and the sugar so it's a darker color and the crystals are less pronounced. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. And you can tell because it's not sour at all. It's just like a weird fruity flavor. Anyways, that's back to news no one asked for. I love a sour watermelon. I love a sour grapefruit. I love a sour fruit salad, which are all bin candy availabilities. Uh. Uh, sour peach rings, sour up rings are okay. Uh. You know, I know I'm all. My I keep like licking my lips. It's so gross. <laughs> You're just so amped. The- there is a fan gave me these M&Ms um, and they- they're from the Elder Millennial tour because they're personalized M&Ms. So on one side, it has the M. And on the other side, it's a picture laser printed of me and Blanche kissing. They say Party Goblin, Elder Millennial, Eliza. And they're very cool. See, there's one of me and Blanche. And it's sometimes sometimes it's the only candy in my house and it's vacuum sealed. So once you open it, it's open. Um, the amount of times over the years, I've been like, I want candy so bad. And I've thought about breaking into those M&Ms. But then I, I won't have them on display. At this point, they're
2: probably-, they're probably fine.
1: Anyways, not but it's right. uh, one of my favorite things because it's got a little laser picture of me and Blanche on them. Yeah. Tasty woman.
2: Somebody DM'd us and said, there needs to be a dark chocolate version of Milk Duds. Call it Dark Duds. Ooh.
1: i not to could be like a Star that. Wars promo. Like the Dark Duds. Like the, the Dark, dark Duds. duds. Uh, milk Duds are great. It's like a weird fake caramel. It will rip your teeth out.
2: Yeah. I haven't seen
1: Milk Duds in forever.
2: I don't like a food that hurts me.
1: What do they call that? Because it's milk caramel.
2: Yeah. Milk duds. What a weird Nude. name.
1: What a weird name that we're just like, oh yeah, caramel. I don't Dudes. know if they make milk duds anymore.
2: I don't know. I don't look it
1: up. Okay. But we'll I just haven't live in seen our... them
2: lately. But I'm also not looking for I mean, what I yeah, I guess you would see them. You don't have to be looking for it to see it. Movie theaters now, they sometimes they
1: have a goober. I haven't been in a movie theater in so long. But not a milk. Oh, I never dud. want a goober. Aren't those raisins? Uh no, I think it's a peanut. I never want a goober. I never want Raisinets. That's grandpa candy. Although I would eat Raisinets now that I think about it. Just not in a movie theater. Um, I'm trying to think of shitty. You know what they had for a while at movie theaters that was bad? Something called Sour Jacks, which was brought to you by Sour Patch Kid. And they looked like bowling pins almost. And they did not have the same flavor as Sour Patch Kids. And they were terrible. And the movie theater by my house only had them. And every time you'd get them like hoping for a hint of memory from Sour Patch Kids. Uh. Yeah, why did movie theaters always have the worst candy? They have
2: strange options. Now, they do have, which you don't see everywhere, two things. Mm. The um,
1: cookie dough bites. I, I, that's weird. And bunch of crunch. It's like somebody like got a contract for all the shit candy no one else wanted. They're like, well, just call up AMC. And I don't know why the, the idea of eating cold cookie dough is such a disgustingly specific American phenomenon. The idea of engaging in an entire meal, entire meals worth of junk food is so American. Look, they got you a lounger and they hook an IV of high C up and then they just put a tube of corn syrup in your mouth and you can watch Fast and Furious 12.
2: <laughs> yeah, my dream. I know, it's your dream.
1: You're like, oh, my honeymoon.
2: Um. Okay, kick okay, okay. it. You turtle 77. I'm not a huge SPK person, but for those of you that are, have you ever splurged on the custom mix bag? I'm curious as to how fresh they are. Also, any weird mm. combos that y'all eat with your candy? I love milk duds or candy corn with chili cheese Fritos. Oh my
1: God. <laughs> what big, thick, white Midwestern state are you from? <laughs> candy corns with chili cheese Fritos? I mean, I... I, I'm a Frito purist. Being a Texan, <sighs> I take my an American. I take my corn very seriously. Since you asked, because I was going to save this for my top of the cob, but um, oh my gosh! And now I, I am proud to have told. Stop looking at milk duds. <laughs> like, I don't care. I am proud to have sh- spread this gospel with almost all my friends and with followers. If you want to know about combinations, sour patch kids in your popcorn. The popcorn needs to be buttered and salted. Put the Sour Patch Kids in, trust me. It is, I mean, you have to like Sour Patch Kids. It is outstanding. It's a comp, because you're always, when you eat something salty, you're always like, I need something sweet and then vice versa. And it's a vicious cycle, a vicious, delicious cycle. Do that. And you get a tasty green Sour Patch Kid in with, I don't know if that's lime or green apple. I think it's lime. In with the salty butteriness of the popcorn. Outstanding, simply outstanding. But before that, they said something else.
2: Uh, They were asking if you've ever gotten a custom mixed bag of Sour Patch Kids.
1: I have gone to Bin Candy and you can see right there if they're fresh or not, they're Mm -hmm. usually fresh and I can mix my own. Uh, Sour Patch Kids sent me um, a bunch of books and then they sent, I think it was around Christmas. I feel like it was like, there was a color in there. It was somewhere between orange and red. It was like its own thing. I'm, I didn't, I used to just love the red. I love green. It goes in this order. Red, green, yellow, Sorry, red, green, blue, yellow, orange. I have no love for an orange Sour Patch Kid, but I do love, remember those like Brock's would make those like fake orange slices. They were kind of puffy looking. They're just called orange slices. It's like the same company that makes those orange circus peanuts. So they're like, they're not- They're jellies. Okay. But they're puffy. They look like little caterpillars. They're not slices like the kind you get at Passover. Uh huh. Anyways, those are great. They also make them in green. They make them in all colors, but Brock's makes the orange one and I like those uh. as a child. I've eaten so much candy. <laughs> <laughs> Dugan Flagan asks, when
2: you went trick-or-treating, which were the candies you were the most and least jazzed about? Probably
1: the same as every other kid, right? Oh, you know what isn't good? Individually wrapped fun-sized Twizzlers. It's a different, first of all, don't even talk about red vines. So, oh, somebody asked red no. vines versus Twizzlers. There's no, that's like saying America versus 1940s Germany. Like, of course you're going to pick the superior one, which is America. Okay. Uh, don't at me. The red vines thing is, you know what that is? Is the equivalent of the person that's like, oh, pizza and pineapple don't go together. Disgust. Red vine, and it makes people mad. It's not a thing. They're gross. It's just eating wax. Twizzlers taste like strawberry. And it's delicioso. Now, what was the point of that? Oh, Favorite yeah. And An individually, however, there's the pull apart Twizzlers, which are fine. Mm-hmm. But aside from kind of being mildly fun, if you've never left the house, individually wrapped fun, quote unquote, size Twizzlers are not the same. Fight me on this formula as the regular Twizzlers. It never tastes the same. Mm. So that was always a bummer. I never wanted the individual M&M's. Like where it's like the little brown package and there's like four. I'm not like a huge M&M eater. I didn't grow to appreciate peanut M&M until later. Uh, Fun size Twix, taste Fun size and Chew, taste-o. Fun size Skittles, taste-o. And they didn't have it when I was a kid, but sometimes you'll get a really big Sour Patch Kid. Uh. It's about the size of your thumb in its own little plastic coffin. It's just an encasement.
2: Oh my God, the excitement of
1: going to a house and getting a full-size candy bar. In like a nice neighborhood. It's just like a mom with big tits. Like here's a whole Hershey bar. And you're like, have fun, kid. take one. You're like, okay, totally. <laughs> Payday, never been into. 100 grand, very tasty because of the caramel. Rolo, very tasty because of the caramel. What on a mounds and an almond joy? I'm not into a coconut. I do, I love a coconut. I'll eat that. Uh, I'll probably eat it last, mm. but I'll eat that. I'm trying to think of the other ones that are um like nobody wants a sweet tart. I was just about to say I don't I like sweet tarts, but the like fake sweet tart, like candy necklace candy, those mm. that just I could do one little twist of
2: Smarties, but more than that, no thank you. Uh, American Smarties, because British Smarties are chocolate. Yes. Which are good. The hard candy yeah, shells tasty. But American Smarties are little like American dusty Smarties pills. are sweet
1: tarts. British Smarties are actually generic MMs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I'm trying to think of the other. Of any other ones that they gave out, that you were just like, Look, Ugh.
2: amped to get a baby Butterfinger, amped to get a baby Crunch.
1: Nobody wants a banana Laffy Taffy.
2: I used to love a Three Musketeers. Now I'm not really into it. No banana Laffy Taffy. No Laffy Taffy. None of those little like now or later. There were just little individual fruity la- yeah. things that would just be rip, by themselves and, and rip I didn't your molars want out. Yeah. Jolly
1: Ranchers are always acceptable. I used to love those Airheads. Always a plus. Um, do remember you feel, Fifth Avenue. I never had one, I but either. I know about it. Yeah, sometimes I think about
2: getting a different candy bar, but it's just too much. Whole candy bar. Did you have a a Take Five ever?
1: Those were weird. That there's one a, a the Fifth Avenue candy and a Take Five. I know. Like we got to get five in there for the kids. Doesn't it take five have like a bunch of- it has pretzel in it.
2: And that came out within the last like 15 years.
1: Do you know what my husband will do? And he's not a candy person. He doesn't like anything that involves pleasure. He's just, he's like, I'll just eat this cold broccoli in the corner. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while we'll go to the store and he'll buy a whatchamacallit and he'll put it in the freezer and he nibbles on it. Like it'll take him like two weeks to eat the whole thing because he, again, doesn't like feeling good. But I remember the whatchamacallit jingle. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. From being a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking about gobbledygum. What's its face? Whatchamacallit? Whatever it is, whatever it was. Chocolatey chocolate. Ew. It was the weirdest, most like 80s, 90s hybrid, strange vibe commercial.
2: I have been tempted to try a payday because I just looked at a picture of one recently, and that is a deranged looking candy bar. It like, like have turd. you seen? Yeah, it's like, like a yeah, like turd. It's not a good look.
1: But that's why you're supposed to keep it in the wrapper. Right. And nimble um, it as it comes out. Snickers had a brilliant marketing campaign because if you remember, and I don't know if their sales were down or if they needed to sell peanuts. Eat a Snickers. Hungry, grab a Snickers because Snickers satisfies. And I, as a healthy person, started thinking like, yeah, I guess I could eat that. It's got peanuts.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You start to think that's a meal replacement. And if you actually look at a Snickers versus like a generic health bar, it's similar. It's different enough. It, has yeah. a ton of sugar, but it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's not great for you. But neither is that health bar, mm-hmm. um, and I love a Milky Way Midnight. How do you feel about a Three Musketeers? I it is. I'll eat it because it's a little satisfying. I think their their ingredients change. They would have you think it's light because in the commercials it floats. Yeah, it's nougat, which is a weird ingredient.
2: Yeah,
1: it needs caramel, mm-hmm. so it needs to be something else—a Milky Way, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is what that is. Right,
2: Colby underscore Lane. Do you still like any of the 90s candy, like baby bottle pops, Warheads pop rocks, or that squeezable tube of sugary goo? It all seems disgusting and far too sugary for me. You
0: know
1: what it is? It reminds me of just being like after like summer school at like my friend's apartment and like their babysitter was with us and you're just hot eating gunky, shitty stuff watching TV. Like it's hot, it's in the summer and you're just covered in cornstarch and corn syrup. Those b- bottle things were always gross. Pop rocks is awesome. Yeah. They always taste great. They go, it goes and stuff. Everything else that you described is just pure jet fuel. Do you
2: remember there was one that was like, I think it was like a little foot on a stick
1: and you dipped it into yes. a sour dust. So um, what's it called? Not dippers. Um, Fun dip. Dip and stick. Dip, dip. stick both. Fun dip. I think there's both. Both of those are crazy. So it came with, for those of you that are, these two vanilla sticks that almost look like two pieces of chalk. Yeah. There were these two, and you get two of them. And then there were three flavors of basically just powdered sugar and Mm -hmm. malic acid. And there was like grape, green, Mm -hmm. and red. Mm -hmm. And I never liked the grape. So you'd always eat one and you'd be done. And you never had enough stick for all the powder. Yeah. And the sticks were just pure sugar. Yeah. Fun dip. Yeah. What about a um a, a pixie, pixie stick? Love them. You gotta dump the whole thing. You gotta uh-huh. do a couple to really feel it.
2: I don't know where people I feel like I would get them at school, at Halloween. Like I've never just seen in a store a place you could buy a pixie stick.
1: Yeah, you can buy them. You know how there's a the candy section, and then there's yeah. always like it's like another company that will give you gummy bears or sour patch kids. Like they almost oh, like, like they the ha-
2: off-brand. It's in a
1: like it's in its cellophane thing, and then the label's like orange. And yeah. it's like peach hoops, sour yeah. children. Sometimes those will have, I don't know why they sell those, yeah. but they'll have like 12 pixie sticks in a yeah. bag. How did you feel about a ring pop? Love a ring pop. Push pop? One's ice cream. No,
2: no, no. There was a push pop that was a um, oh. just a goo. I mean, just a, a lollipop. Oh, it was like in, a in cylinder. It was like a thick plastic thing. Yeah.
1: Ring pop, watermelon, tasty, uh-huh. and you wanted to eat it. It was such, it was such good fake watermelon. Yeah, and then you're stuck with this little plastic nub at the end. Yeah, and then you go to a rave and you're like, I need something, I need something to suck t- on. Yes,
2: to Yes, underscore. We like pina coladas. I hear you talk a lot about Japanese food. Do you have any favorite candy from Japan or any other places you've traveled? So you mentioned your jelly baby. Cadbury. I had never had that
1: except for Noah. Um, When I go to Japanese market, first of all, in Japan, you're just so busy eating the delicious regular food. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, everybody likes Pocky. And I think it's very funny that (laughs) it's a very Japanese thing. There's Pocky, which has strawberry chocolate on it, which is outstanding. But then there's Pocky for men. Ew, why? It It, it isn't. It's just like sophisticated. It looks like a tuxedo. Pocky for men. Pocky comes like Kit Kats. In Japan, there's like a billion flavors of it. Um, so Pocky is a lot of fun, but you can get that here. Uh, the Japanese are very good about, they have a lot of different kinds of candies, but they make really tasty, like little cookies. Like if you go to a Japanese market, I don't know what they're called, but they have like a little French man on them, like little teeny cookie pastry things. I suggest, here's what you do. You go to a Japanese market. You won't know what any of it is. Just buy stuff. Mm -hmm. You did that for, for your old podcast. Yeah. Lots of little like crispy crackers and cookies and decadent little tiny things. But I don't know. And then they do flavors that we don't do. Like they'll have mango or they'll have lychee mm-hmm. in a lot of things. Um, but keep in mind, their version of sugar is different than the American one. So it'll always taste a little odd. Still taste there. There Peach, are these... They're really big on peaches there. It's like a very special thing to get.
2: They have these little candy kits that you can buy. And it's like these weird powder things. And you put water and you mix them up and they become like a teeny burger and a teeny, like it, it's this little, and it's more of an activity than it is a food. But you get a food at the end. Men's pocky. It's for men. Pocky for men. But That's embarrassing. If I see a, men a, eating a off, man eating a men's pocky.
1: Um, it's just to attract male customers, and I think that's just because the dark colors. But it, you can absolutely eat it as a woman. It's not going to like give I'm you allowed. Hairy, hairy nipples or something. <laughs> okay, just for men. Now for men. <laughs> men, were you tired of not being able to eat biscuits covered in chocolate? Well. all right christiana underscore layla asked a question it
2: sounds like she's cursed she says why do i find so many peanut m ms without peanuts i can remember it happening my once my whole childhood now every time i get a bag there's like four is there a decline in quality control at the mars factory have i just grown into a person who notices the flaws and everything am i asking too much out of life for a peanut m m to have a peanut in it
1: oh i thought she was gonna keep asking a question no um I've never had that happen, and if you really want to rectify your- You what? I've had it happen. Call the number on the back of the package. Uh Uh-huh. Call Mars Corporation. Send Mm -hmm. them an email. Guarantee they will send you free Mm M&Ms. Take a picture of it. Take a bite out of it. Take a picture. It is a company as old as time. Like, I'm pretty sure Christopher Columbus brought with him, like, religion, oppression, and Mars. (laughs) So- Bring it. Uh, call them. They'll send you some M and M's if it's. Uh, I don't. One of the few times a year. Wait, hold on. Here's here's probably why though. Massive factory spitting out millions of M and M's a second. Yeah. M- mechanical error. Yeah. It's bound to miss coating on a peanut. Yeah.
2: Uh, I have reached out to a company before. I one of the few times a year that I was very drunk. I was eating a Twinkie, and there was I wanted to ask them a question. Who is them Hostess? And I went to their website, and their website had several typos. And so I sent them an email where I was like, "Hello." I had what I don't remember what I needed to ask them about Twinkies, but I asked a question, and then I was like, I "By think the way," is a very
1: strong word. <laughs>
2: I was like, by the way, there are some errors on your website here and here and here. And they
1: never replied to me. They're like, we're hostess. We cater to the lowest common denominator. These people can't read. I thought I would
2: get a free Twinkie for fixing their website. You need a free Twinkie? No, but I just was like, I just wanted to get involved.
1: Okay. Well, I'm just saying. That's the way to do it. Send an email.
2: (laughs) Okay. Barry Jackie Commercials. Why in the name of God are we still advertising Twix, Snickers, M&M's? We all know what they are
1: and what they taste like. As for new flavors, they need to stop. Full stop. Hold on. The reason they advertise is to keep the brand on your mind. And Twix with their whole like left Twix versus right Twix, it doesn't matter if it's dumb because it makes you think about it. And then mm-hmm. when you're in the store, that's at the forefront of your mind. So the advertising is there so that in with this myriad of options, you think of their brand first. I mean, I don't have to tell you how advertising works. But it does, and then you're like, you know what? Maybe the caramel will be okay. Ooh, I could go for a cookie crunch. Mm, mm-hmm. I could. Snickers, they rebranded, you know, Hungry, grab a Snickers, you're like, maybe I will. Also, sometimes you don't have a plethora of candy to pick from, there's only four, and you want. they want you to pick theirs over that. Fifth Avenue's not doing their research, because no one even knows what that is. Score, lagging. Some candy bars, you're like, how are they still selling them? I never see an ad for them. Mm-hmm. People are just, they got their go-tos loyal for life k.tt t t. there's a silver candy oh, oh, big hunk big hunk. <laughs> big hunk and What's i've never had an o henry it's a uh, like a turd like an ostrich turd big hunk
2: chunky is silver
1: chunky is what i was thinking of a big hunk i think is just nougat with peanuts in it which is pretty gross mm-hmm. um hunk is that what you said chunky chunky
2: What's in a big hunk?
1: Made by Nestle. Yeah, Chunky. I don't know what a Chunky is.
2: No, but you can buy some God, Staples.
1: It's a trapezoid shape, (laughs) raisins, roasted peanuts. Ah! It's just not something I want to get into.
2: No, and this big hunk looks disgusting.
1: And then there's regional candy bars. Like, you know, depending where you grow up, they only have them around there. Or it's like just in your state. Oh, remember Sugar Babies? Those are tasty, but feel racist. Mm. They do. Junior mints, taste-o times. Junior mints are tasty. No. <laughs> There's something called a Sky Bar, which you would think, I think it's from the 60s, but you would think would be a bigger deal because it's little chocolate fingers and in each one is caramel or peanut butter. or like It's like a variety. Maybe it already had its day. Ask your parents what candies they used to eat, like a Zagnut, which was famously in, um, oh, was that in Abazaba in Beetlejuice? He like holds it up for the fly. Anyway, what's, an what's in an Henry? There's someone screaming at their radio right now. Like, I'm, I'm eating like, one. I'm, I am an Henry. <laughs> Clark Bar, that's one you don't see anymore. Mm-hmm. O'Henry contains peanuts, caramel, fudge, coated in chocolate. They're all the same thing, reconstituted. Yeah, a lot of
2: them are very similar.
1: Like a Clark Bar is crispy peanut butter and a spun taffy core. Well, that sounds outstanding with caramel. We got to order a Clark bar. Baby Ruth, that's the one that looks like a turd. (laughs) Don't want a baby Ruth. hundred grand is tasty. It's got a lot of caramel in it. Uh Mr. Good Bar, I always thought was inferior, but I would eat it after I would go to camp and then we'd like an after camp program and I would get Mr. Good Bar and drink it with a cherry Coke.
2: I would never eat a full one, but they can't, you know, when you get the little, the little,
1: Hershey's and you get a Hershey's and a crackle and a Mr. Good Bar. Yes. Nestle would do this like variety pack. Crackle Mm -hmm. is fine. And these are the candies that you eat last. You're like, fine, I'll eat the Mr. Good Bar fun size because it's here. Uh I'm not the peanut thing as an American. You're just like, okay, more peanuts. Yeah. Uh Especially if it's not (laughs) spit toasted. K.TT
2: wants to know weirdest candy that you've ever eaten. Have you eaten a strange candy? Strange, candy. strange candy. I gotta say,
1: the Scandinavian black licorice is mm-hmm. a real trip down a lane you did not buy a ticket for. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is very difficult and the, it like there's different strengths. So maybe that's probably the strangest one mm-hmm. because they're wanting me to say, like, oh, chocolate covered crickets or something. You mm-hmm. know, strange is kind of a uh, it's strange in that it feels very off.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm down with, yeah, okay.
2: In a bird 82, I asked this question, very polarizing. What is your stance on candy corn? It's certainly not my favorite, but I don't understand the burning hatred people have for oh. it.
1: Um, It's one of those things that like in a limited quantity is good hmm. because that recipe they do, like Brock's does Easter things made of candy corn recipe. They do other shapes. It's kind of like a thick marshmallowy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the way that candy corn is supposed to look? You heard it from me to blow your mind?
2: I've seen it on the corn cob. Yeah. It's very funny. It's
1: supposed to look like it's from a corn cob. Right, right. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, Google candy corn corn cob, folks. I love those pictures. It's pretty cool. It's very satisfying. I don't hate it, but you could only really eat a couple pieces of candy corn before, because they also make the candy corn pumpkins at Halloween. Mm -hmm. It's the same recipe. It's just in the shape of a pumpkin. Most candy's the same. As we've seen, most chocolate bars are just caramel and chocolate repurposed over and over. Yeah. I don't think it's worth hating. No, but people,
2: it's like something that people like to dunk on, like candy corn. Dunk Uh on. Oh shit, game
1: over. Game over. All
2: right. Carol Owen, mint and chocolate, the love story of our time or an unholy abomination?
1: Love story of our time. Yeah. Because just when you think you've been refreshed, the chocolate's there to coat your teeth. So it keeps you eating more and more, searching for that satisfaction.
2: What about mint and chocolate versus peanut butter and chocolate? Which are you going to choose?
1: It depends on the vessel. Junior mint, taste-o. Mm-hmm. You know, a natural peanut butter cup, maybe not. Chocolate peanut butter cake, no. Mint chocolate chip ice cream, taste dough. Okay. So I don't know. All Why right. Why do I have to pick? I'm American. <laughs> Give me all of it in one in one to-go bag, in one extra large circus-sized to-go bag.
2: Okay. Uh, well, so I'm going to ask you one final question. See me, I'm BB. Says excellent pronunciation.
1: They'll <laughs> totally know who you're talking about. If
2: kick it was a type of candy, would it be a sour candy like sour patch kids? Would it be a cinnamon type candy? A,
1: that's such a rent. Would it be a cinnamon? Would it be a maybe because that like? has
2: like a kick?
1: Would it be poison? Well, I mean, obviously there's the kit Kat thing that we've been saying. A kick it sounds like a candy bar, but I think that's because Kit Kat sounds like I a candy it bar. I think it might that might be it. A kick it for me would be a round disc. It's definitely like a 60s candy. It's a kick it. A big disc? It's, you know, about the size of, uh-huh. like if you cut a baseball. Like a York. In half. Yeah. Okay, fine. It's that. Uh-huh. And how am I seeing it? It's got raisins in it. Ew. Raisins and caramel. I don't want Are a you kick
2: serious? It. No. Why are you making the kick it a bad thing? Because
1: it's an older candy bar. That's just what I see. You know,
2: at, um, Sweet that- With cinnamon on it. Candy store at um, Hollywood and Highland, you can make your own candy bar. It's like eight bucks and it's not that big. What is it? Sweets or sweet on Hollywood and Highland. It's like in that complex. You can make your own candy bar. You get a piece of paper Stop. and it has all the things you fill out. That's
1: gross. It's never going to be good. Okay. Although, although- there is a company on Shark Tank forever ago, and it was customized candy bars. And I went on and I decided to do one for a guy I was dating at the time. Oh yeah, you and that's about how this. I discovered he was a sociopath because I couldn't Shark get the address Tank. and he was lying about everything. But I do like the idea of a bespoke gourmet chocolate company where you can be like, I want rose petals and gold. Send mm-hmm. it to my mother. It's nice. All right, are you ready for Top of the Cob? Kit Kat, it's the top of the cob. We're doing it right every day. You just take a bite, top of the cob. This show brought to you by Kick It, a gross candy from your childhood that your parents sort of remember. Gross candy from your parents' childhood that you sort of remember. There we go. My bottom of the cob, well, I was going to (laughs) say the UK obsession with their chocolates and not providing enough uh, sour fruity candies. When I go to the UK, it's always like piles and piles of chocolate bars and, and there's not a lot of sour fun options for me or fruity options Um, I'd also like to sort of call BS on the Swedish bin candy stores. They're really into that. Like, because it's so dark there, like it's like supposed to be this like bright sunny place. You go and you get your bin sugary fruity candy. And if you read the descriptions, it's like pick from the freshest of green apples, but it's all just corn syrup and it's all just candy. And it's never as delicious as the American candy that I love. And that just might be because I grew up here. So basically it's me calling BS on other people (laughs) and wanting my candy to be there. But- Less of a bottom of the cob and more just wishing there were Sour Patch Kids everywhere in different flavors.
2: Mm, yeah. My bottom of the cob, when you open a candy bar and it's been a tough day and you had to drive home from the store and it's hot outside and it's the summer and you open your candy bar and it's just all stuck to the package and you put it in the fridge because you're like, this is going to fix it. And then you pull it out and everything's still stuck to the package and you try to scrape off uh. your teeth, but
1: it's not the same. The struggle is real. Are you the girl that wrote in about the movie theater Kit Kat at the tap? My top of the cob was going to be SPK and popcorn, but I already told you about that. It's not candy, but it is something we talked about. Fresh squeezed lemon in your Diet Coke or your Coca-Cola. It's decadent. I suggest doing it with Chinese food because it cuts through all the sugar and the heat and the oil of the Chinese food or Thai food. But... It is a game changer. Hmm. Specifically in Diet Coke, which is disgusting, but I'll have one once in a while and not feel too bad about it. Put lemon, and they try to like, look, it's Coke with lemon. It is not the same. Do it fresh lemon, squeeze it in there. Mm -hmm. Game changer. Lemon in your Coke, it's almost too good. But lemon in your Diet Coke is a little bit easier to handle. They're both outstanding. That's my hack for you.
2: Lemon in your (laughs) Coke. My top of the combo is whenever a candy bar that I like comes out with a dark chocolate flavor, I am pumped. A dark chocolate Kit Kat, yeah, a dark chocolate Milky Way, yeah, a dark chocolate Twix,
1: yeah. I'm interested. The nougat in dark chocolate Milky Way is different than regular nougat in a regular Milky Way, it's like white. Oh, and I you're think right. it's, I could be wrong actually. Um, I didn't know you were a dark chocolate fan, it seems too sophisticated for you. And I say that love, love a
2: dark chocolate. Part of other things. I don't so much. I don't just love a hunk of dark chocolate, but I would prefer my chocolate to be dark in other things. I made s'mores with some dark chocolate.
1: that's it's unsatisfying. Did you? Do they have dark chocolate ice cream? They must.
2: I don't know if they classify ice cream like that.
1: I've never. Because I don't think, I don't think it's that. milk
2: chocolate ice cream. It's just chocolate. So I don't know what the difference is in
1: a bar. Yeah, I don't know, folks. That's our little break from the heaviness of the world. It's our candy episode. Maybe we'll do another one. I have impressed myself uh, with how I'm able to wax poetic endlessly about candy. And, and you're welcome. So I'll take you out with this jingle. Um, when you've had a hard day, coming home
0: on the train, kick it. Want to make mom's day?